0: All right, welcome to Sports and Drinks. I'm Powell. I'm Walker. All right, we got a uh, nice little show. Some things we want to talk about with you guys today. Um, how's it going, man?
1: It's going pretty good. Oh yeah. Um. By the way, uh, follow us on Twitter s underscore drinks. Oh, uh, Follow us on Twitter. Put your topics up there.
0: Oh, thanks um, for that. Thanks <laughs> for that nice plug.
1: <laughs> oh man, you know anytime, anytime. But uh, it's been going good, man. Um, cannot complain. You know who's really going good for? Who? Um, uh, your man Zeke. The running back for the Cowboys.
0: Uh, You know, just Um, delay, delay.
1: (laughs) You know, delay is how you play. I mean, that's the name of the game. Um, It is. We we, we talked a couple, I can't remember, the first conversation we had before all of this legal stuff really started um, with Ezekiel Elliott, and I said that, how do you lose an appeal, or can you lose an appeal, when you never were truly charged and arrested for these things that he's accused of doing? So, I was really fascinated to see how they were going to suspend someone for not being charged with a crime. And the way that he's filing this...
0: But, but that's um, not new. That's not. I mean, Ray Rice was never charged with a crime.
1: Yeah, he was never charged, but Ray Rice, and let's be honest about this, I think that's what a comparison that kind of um, gets confusing, or get confused. Ray Rice never truly fought the charges. He never stood up and said, "I did not do this. It wasn't me. He, it, it was never a moment like that. Of course you have the the uh, p r appeal like, "I'm going to appeal this, um you know? I think that was more PR Well oh, he did oh you know, well, if you remember he you know, did,
0: and it was only one game, but then the video leaked
1: right, right, but you know about that video that was over for, him, he never truly went and kind to of argue with that. Neither did Adrian Peterson with his situation right, okay. right. So and so, so when you think about that, and when you think about what Zeke's doing now, Peterson was
0: now Peterson was charged.
1: He 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 was mm-hmm. he was, but yeah. even then it was kind of a you charged, but it's not a lot of r- real evidence towards it. But he, what I'm saying is that they were just submissive with it, and they they kind of let it go, and they took their punishment. Right. Zeke is so outright, um, on a mission to defend himself. That well, well and I because think he's defending himself, yeah. Um, and there's nothing to say after he defended himself because he wasn't charged with nothing. There's no, you know, you have so much proof of this. Why did the legal people? Why did the, the the law enforcement not carry out the same thing?
0: Well, that that all that's kind of muddy because it's a lot of this stuff doesn't ever have any, um. Law consequences, but people know that they did it. Now, Ezekiel is kind of weird because I don't know what proof they had that what he did. You know, the Ray Rice thing, even though his fiance dropped the charges, we still had that video that he did it. You know what I mean? So the NFL had to make an example out of that. They can't can't support those kind of things. So that's understandable. But yeah, with Ezekiel Elliott, I don't know what they actually have on him. Um, But I think another big factor, man, is we're talking about a second-year running back. Who has a whole career in front of him and who has all this potential versus the other, well, the other two are running backs also, but um, versus these other running backs who kind of had a good bit of career, who were kind of more in there getting towards that 30 or over 30 mark. And I think that's a big difference, man, as far as what the NFL is letting go, as far as what they're letting go. You know, Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson already been paid. See, Ezekiel Elliott's worrying about once that rookie contract's up. How's this gonna affect him getting his big contract? I think that's a huge difference of why he's fighting it.
1: You know, that's a really good point. And I didn't think about that until you said it. But but to also add to that point is that um Zeke, Ziki, whatever we'll say at the time we call his name, he has the owner behind him. Like he has a lot of backup in the locker room. It's not, it's not like it's him against the world. I really feel like in the Ray Rice situation, they had, and, and really Adrian Peterson, they had their back from a distance. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't really as open as it was. We know the Cowboys organization. Well, I think that's kind of, of what I was getting
0: at is, is is because the owners behind him, had Ray Rice been five years younger, I think the Ravens would have been more behind him. Had Adrian Peterson been younger, I mean, look what, what's going on with him now. You know, he's already been traded. Had Adrian Peterson been younger, had that been the Adrian Peterson that was breaking records and things, I think that the Vikings would have been more behind him. I think that is a direct reflection. I mean, these guys are going to put winning over any morals. That's that's just what? plain and simple.
1: What? Are you saying that they they're going to put winning over any morals or any type of empathy you may have as a human being? I think so. I think so. Oh. God, this. What did you read this? <laughs> <laughs> on the dark web. No. Oh, okay, right. right. <laughs> Give me that link. Yeah. But so, but in all honesty, I mean, it, it's just. I mean, he's really open about it. He's really fighting it. And at the end of the day, I really, you know, we had this conversation when it came to police brutality with Bennett. You know, in one of our conversations. Right. And you know, and one of the statements that I made, and I still find it true no matter what side you're on. If you're gonna leak information, leak a video. There's a reason behind it. There's a purpose. If something was truly done and it was a video of Zeke doing this, it would have leaked by now. Because there's such little lack of information that's trying to say that he is this type of person that they're accusing him of being. That They would have did it just to get the public perception leaning in their way a little bit. There's nothing. Nothing's been leaked. There's like no that the public can take a look at and say, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. He did this. Right, There's nothing right. like that. Yeah. So, so that, that, that works in his favor. And You, know, you it, know,
0: but it goes back to what we're saying. It all comes down to how good the player is, man. I mean, you have players in the league who have had DUIs, no problem, and then you have, you know, and then Johnny Manziel gets a DUI. They get, and then, you know, all, that was an excuse to get rid of him. Um, uh, one amongst many. But bottom line is, if Johnny Manziel was Aaron Rodgers, if he was Aaron Rodgers' style play, if he, or caliber of play, he'd still be in the league, bottom line. It doesn't matter what he had against him. That's, all, or, that's what it comes down to. But Johnny Manziel wasn't or, good enough to be in the NFL, so he's gone.
1: That's true. There's no debate there. That's exactly true. His level of play wasn't enough to, to keep mm-hmm. up with. Wasn't yeah, enough
0: yeah and, and yes, did he, have some, did he have some charges stick to him? Did he have some things against him? Sure, but it wasn't anything that's not out there against other players. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting to see it that way.
1: You know what Johnny Munzel I've always been the type to say that people talk about all the things he did and we was charged for. I always gave um, Sullivan, the his name right down at Texas A&M, a lot of credit for keeping him in such control when he was in college. I mean, like he really let loose. I know we got changing gear gears, but he really let loose after he got out of college. Like you know, he was wild then, but the man was on a rampage when he got out of college. Like you know, so something was really there was some type of stability there at Texas A&M. And you couldn't see all of that until he actually got out.
0: Yeah, well, you know, and I don't know everything, but it sounds to me from just what we see in the headlines and stuff, he didn't have that financial motivation that some of these other players have. Because, you know, he, he came from money. So I think that's what kind of keeps some of these players grounded.
1: You know, and you're right. And, all, and it really was a good, um, I want to say sample size, but it was kind of interesting to see what happens when a player does not need the money. Has all the money they want at the college level. I mean, sitting courtside, you know, major games, stuff like that. It really got on the NCAA's nerves. Yeah. You know, so, so that was like, for all of us Never wondered what a college player would do with a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know, that, that kind of was a, uh, a little sample to see. I mean, just, you know, different personalities, of course, but that one was, you know, one to take note for.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And I almost wonder, too, like, did he hurt the argument for paying college players? Because now it's like, well, we saw a college player with a little bit of money, and look how he handled it. I think so. think
1: so? I think so. Yeah, because he had so much of it. I mean, sitting for it, so he was literally a celebrity at the college. Well, most college players are celebrities, but he functioned like he was a professional athlete.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: You know, and I mean, so I mean, I, I remember that image of him sitting courtside at the game and playing laugh. I mean, NCAA had to be losing their mind. Like this, this quarterback at a college, you no know, in the SEC, is sitting here, you know, and it's and it's his money. So it's nothing they could do, right? Right, right. It was, his, but see, why I said they losing their mind because he was he was making his own brand. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you saw him out and about in college, you didn't think about the team. We thought that's him. Right, you know, he was calling him Johnny Football. He was making his own brand, yeah. I think he... And that's why he was losing his mind. Yeah, and and even though, um, to some degree, I know they want to give players some compensation, that is the biggest fear of the NCAA. Players will become their own brand.
0: Yeah, which doesn't make sense to me, but I mean, but I do understand from their point of view, it's like, well, if that if that happens, then what do they have?
1: Um, you know. yeah. But at the same time, let it loose though I mean, mm-hmm. it's still their choice I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather still put it in the in their hands For them to deal with Than to say, don't give it to them at all Because it's not like they're getting it at all
0: Well, I, I you know, I've always said this You know, if you hit 18, you graduate high school And you develop an app um, or, or a software program or something Because you're, you're good with that And you make millions off of it Those millions are yours um, So I, I think I've always said that But then again, you know if you work for a company and do it, those millions may not be yours. So it's kind of a catch-22 well, that way.
1: I mean, I'm sure I would have made a lot of mistakes if you would have gave me $10, $15 million at the age of 18. But at the same time, let me, make, let me go make the no mistakes. Right, like, but, and that's know,
0: what I'm saying, but we don't put any restrictions on being 18-year-olds making that kind of money because there are.
1: That's true. I mean you can put some restrictions in the in the in the scholarship. Say you can't you cannot get in trouble. You have this type of possession or you you know, get some type of the domestic smut that you forfeit this amount. You know, mm-hmm. you can have some stipulations in there. I mean there's ways around this stuff. That's why they have NFL contracts. These guys are getting in trouble a lot. They have that type of stuff, you know. Well,
0: um, well speaking with that, do you think I wanted to talk to you about that. So do you think that if the you know that these protests are hurting NFL players Chances of getting guaranteed contracts like the NBA has, and the reason I say that is, Richard Sherman said, "Had we, you know, if we were guaranteed, if we had guaranteed contracts, we wouldn't play. We protest to not play against the Texans." Um, Now I think the NFL also has the whole factor of their records matter so much more. So I just was wondering, in in general, the guaranteed contracts. What do you think about that? And I almost kind of wonder, it's like if the NBA didn't have. Guaranteed contracts, we wouldn't have this problem with resting, right?
1: Oh, man, look, those the, the two different things Right, right, D-
0: different things. I mean, what, do you, what, do you, what do you think about any of that?
1: Well, I think starting off, NFL has never truly had guaranteed contracts, only for certain individuals. But that is true. That is true. Because uh, NFL players, outspoken as they are, they're more of a brotherhood because they have to deal with so much of this, you know, non-guaranteed contracts. Um, the NBA seem like they're just good friends. Like, they don't seem like they're that. Like, I, I it would be hard for me to think, as much as the NBA, they have their money, have their guaranteed contract which I agree with. Don't get me wrong. But they're not as together as a brotherhood as the NFL players are, you know. The NFL players really are on a week-to-week basis when it comes to their contract. They truly are. Mm-hmm. You know, and so so when they stand up for something, it makes it even... i mean, kind of going to spin this a little bit. It makes it more meaningful when they stand up for something because everything they have to forfeit and give up to do it.
0: Right, right. And let's be honest, that's the threat of sitting them, right? Right. Any, any player, any you know, the whole, you know, some of these owners that have said if a player... uh Protest during the anthem. I'm going to sit on um, I think Jerry Jones comes to mind, and and that's the threat of it, right? Because you're you're basically saying you're not going to pay them. Uh Where the you know NBA, they they sit out all the time, and they get they they're sitting on the bench laughing, making money, laughing at us who spent money to give it to them. Um, <laughs> and
1: if you notice, and if you notice, the anthem is not that big of a deal in the NBA because the NBA players just don't take it serious enough to stand in it. Like it's, it's not even an issue because they don't even take it. Serious. And this is what they do Someone made the. Uh, the, the point of saying well, NBA players stand up. Why can't NFL? You know because NBA players don't care enough. Well, and it's not even in their
0: psyche. I think that's you know? a, I think that's a good point. But I also think that like I think the, the, the NBA does not have the stage that the NFL has on a couple right. couple ways. They don't they don't have the fan base on any given <clears throat> night, and plus they don't have that designated day. Now I know the NFL plays a game on Thursday. They play a game on Monday. But uh, for the most part, you game. Most games are happening Sunday at one, Sunday at four. So it's like you have some really Things that, you know, whatever local game you're seeing um, of where if everyone's doing the same thing, you're seeing it. I think that's a big difference.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good point, you know. And, I mean, just, just recognize that it is a difference. And I think you make you make a lot of headway, but mm-hmm. it's hard. Those are apples and oranges to me. It's really hard to sit there and say, you know, like Lebron, Camelo, and Chris Paul, they can get together and do this at an award ceremony. But to truly be honest, together as a group, that maybe as far as it's going to go. The right. NFL seems more like a brotherhood. Like you know, when NFL players, the other NFL players, they stick up for each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I yeah. think I think too. I think um, just kind of running off of that. I know I know that. Uh, Trump said that, you know, uh wish more people could be like NASCAR and then the um which we know what stereotype he's making there, right? And um
1: so many of them, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like but, first first, of all, like, like, what a statement, I was going to be more like NASCAR, like, right. you're, you're really trying to compare to any other sport, mm-hmm. like, you can't even put, I don't even put hockey, hockey is a predominantly white sport to my knowledge, I'm saying that because, you know, it's different, you know, Russian, uh, well, the, yeah, um, it's kind of different because yeah. it's
0: predominantly white, but I don't think, it, I don't know if it's predominantly American.
1: Yeah. But 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 I can't even put the, like compare it to NASCAR. There are some people out there still debating whether NASCAR is a sport, well, and that's a whole other subject.
0: It is a whole other thing. But the thing is, too, I think it's funny how he was just completely wrong. I mean, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., who's like the I'm not a big NASCAR guy, but I know I know of his name. I know he's popular, and you know he well, kind of he kind of made a statement uh, where he quoted JFK, basically saying, you know, Americans are granted the right to peaceful protest um if you don 't then you know violence is inevitable um i don 't remember the exact j f k quote, but something like that and that 's how have he open that knowledge man Oh, I know I know um but it's kind of, it was kind of interesting to see that 's like you know that 's not this is we 're looking at people you know, and this is what the whole thing 's about is stereotyping and grouping people together is kind of is just dangerous um and and assuming people have certain thoughts and opinions and i thought it was I thought it was kind of cool that he kind of Stood out. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of other NASCAR people that agree with Trump, but <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny he stood out and said that.
1: Well, you know, and and just doing. I mean, in some parts of it, it's not even fair to NASCAR. Just just doing that. I mean, NASCAR has a, has a stereotype of you know the good old boy right type type of sport, but in, in in all elements, all of that is not even true. Like you're actually bringing them down. They're trying to get more diverse. They're trying. They're making steps toward that. Yeah. But, from the business side of it, there I can't really compare them because they have all these sponsors on their cars and on their um their uniforms and stuff, and they're more liable to do whatever that sponsor needs them to do. Like they're more controlled. Like at the end of the yeah. day, if you take away what their race is and how they feel or whatever what the politics they slide on, they're they're a more controlled group. They probably they're probably the most controlled group if you really think about it. Than any, you know, I'm I'm gonna call them a sport for right now. I know that's sure, the thing, yeah. but. But um, uh, but they're probably the most controlled group as a sport. Well, because they where their sponsors own them, like it's so visible.
0: Well, and I think, but I I think you're right. They probably are the most controlled because of that, because they have specific sponsors towards them. Like if I get dropped, versus you know my where like other sponsors support ESPN or other sponsors support NFL. Um, but the fact that it's personal, I, I agree with you on that. Although you know your big stars kind of have that you know if. If James Harden did something that Adidas didn't agree with, I'm sure they would drop him. And, you know, we saw what just happened with Cam Newton and Yogurt. Um, but, but, that's, but that's the problem. But that's the problem with these whole things is because they um, are such specific. Um, they have such a big audience, and they don't want to offend anyone. And that's why it's so, you know, that's what happened with Jamel Hill, you know, why she got suspended. I don't know that ESPN didn't agree with her or that they didn't. It's just that you can't alienate half of your audience. You know what I mean?
1: And I, and see, and I think that what people get confused about. First of all, um, it, there's so many things to talk about in that situation. Um, one of the things to talk about that, uh, for those, you know, Jamal was suspended from, you know, her, her, her sports company for making – I'm not even sure. Well, the comments she made were really, to my knowledge, was true. So I mean, no one, no one's calling her a liar. Let's kind of like get that out. of it. No one's calling her a liar. They just said she shouldn't have tweeted what she tweeted. But we have this thin line between your personal thoughts, your personal, you know, and your yeah. company thoughts. You know, and um, I'm one of those. Even too with my job, not that I want to label my job and bring out what it is, but, but um, you know, they want us to have a social media account. Throughout our job, right. And so I have one just for the sake of having one. Do I do a lot of things on there? No, I don't participate on there because, um, you know, what your thought or what your opinion is may not go the way that it should go. But there's so much promotion for your opinion, and then when someone doesn't like your opinion, they want to, um, you know, suspend you or do whatever they you know the company does in their sequence of consequences. But that's kind of the problem I have. with you know. Just tell your employees, look, because you work here, don't talk to the public. Because when you talk, you're in such an opinionated job, or, you know, you want someone to you want someone to open up and tell their opinion, but... I see what remember, you're saying. That's I see opinion. what you're saying.
0: You, we want, you know, so we use her as an example. It's like we want her opinions all the time, you know, and there's millions of Americans every day who want to hear her opinion. So it's kind of hard to not get caught up in that and know when you got to draw the line. And I, I don't know, man. It's, I kind of... I, I agree with what she said and I think that she's right to say that. But I also understand the other side from a business, from someone trying to make money of like, hey man, you can't you can't cut people off. We you know whether we agree with you or not, we have fans who are giving us money who don't agree with it. And you know what I mean? It's kind of like I you know, go back to Cam Newton because of his uh negative response to a woman, I think that's why the yogurt company dropped him. I mean, I would imagine a big part of their clientele is women. So it wasn't—it wasn't even about whether they agreed or disagreed with him. It was just like you can't alienate half of our clients.
1: Well, well, let me tell you that the key thing that's going on now, indirectly, that people don't talk about, mm-hmm. like um, people say, you know, they have some caption at the bottom. All retweets so are not, you know, that don't mean I like, and all like buttons don't mean I like. You know, when someone likes what you say, they like it. Someone mm. retweets something. They found it fascinating and want to spread it to others. You know, there's a lot of legal this and that that's going on there. At the end of the day, um, you know, one, one thing I say a lot to people when it comes to my job, and I say that my job don't allows me to have an opinion about that. Right. And it sounds it sounds very harsh, and it makes the company look bad. It really does, but it's true. Yeah, I agree. And I and I'd rather be true, and I I, 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 you know, have directly said that to people. My employer does not want me to have an opinion about that and then mm-hmm. tell everybody. And you can go back to them and tell them I said it. And, you mm-hmm. know, we can have a conversation. Just don't I'm tweet, not just don't tweet
0: it. These. Just don't tweet it. Right. Right.
1: And I have tweeted that. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to comment on that because my employer don't doesn't want us to have a true opinion about that. Right, right. You know what I mean? Now, no one can get mad for you saying that. Well, a lot of people are mad for you, you. No, I see
0: what you're it. saying. Uh, you're, you're, so you're saying it should be kind of more of an all-or-nothing approach. Either you're cool with people saying stuff or you're not.
1: Now, let me tell you, now I've had some backlash about that statement. Mm-hmm. And the backlash has been why did you tell people you couldn't say that? Mm-hmm. Why are you telling us not to say it? Right. You see, unless like, so it's never really a true, but I'm going to let you know that I do have an opinion on this, but my opinion is not going to be what's aligned with you know, whatever my employer wants. So I'm not going to say it. And, I, and then you just, if you make that clear, everybody understands. The problem is, no one wants to really be clear about that. No one wants to just come out and just say, hey, look, I have a very strong opinion about this, but my employer they don't want to have strong opinions about this. Right, right. And I don't think no one will push the issue after that.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: You know, now, of course, you know, that company would get a reputation of, hey, you don't let you talk over there. But at the same time, that's the reputation.
0: Mm-hmm. But I think they're you fine know? with it because, I mean, they just, because they touch so many corners of of... The world that they just they want to offend as few people as possible, which I think more and more is becoming an impossible task.
1: Yeah, they're taking yeah, like, on. I mean, like Jamel Hill's is a very outspoken person, a very well traveled person, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to my knowledge, a single person that has a lot of different experiences. Well, she's so very she educated, says,
0: and she's just very right. educated, whether it's through experience so, or actual formal education. She's very educated and she's in, very in the know. And I think that her her words carry a lot that i think that how i i thought that was the point of social media right so we could get other information um
1: well well i think that's the point because when she said it and and, and, I, and I hate apologies i don't like apologies because it's a something that's done after the fact when you figured out hey a lot of people offended let me say something but when she says something or anyone says something you know they meant it that's one thing about Twitter that's getting a lot of people in trouble. No one's debating whether they meant it or not. They meant what they typed.
0: No, and you can tell by the apologies. They're always like, "I'm sorry for if I offended anyone," or "I'm sorry, you know, if it seemed like I represented uh, my company." It's it's never, right. "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that," or, or uh-huh. "Now that I'm I'm not I'm looking back on that and that was a dumb thing to say." Like there, it's never an apology like that.
1: Now with the Cam Newton thing, when you make the statement about the young lady, you know, says playing on routes, you know. I was, I wasn't bothered by his statement, but I was bothered by his statement. I'm gonna explain you why. Explain to you why. I was bothered because I figured as a leader of the team, he just shouldn't have said nothing. And this is one of those things where that's his true opinion, and I agree with his opinion.
0: You agree but, that women shouldn't be asking about routes?
1: No, I don't agree with women, but I, I agree that, and where he stood from that podium. He's very rarely asked a question, or probably has not been asked a question about routes from a woman, and that he said something about it. It was a true response. And it wasn't, I don't think it was well, nothing no, I negative. Got, I, got to,
0: I got to jump in on that, though. But how many times he is he asked, I mean, I'm. is he asked about routes by a guy who didn't play football? I mean, I can think of, I could probably, I won't call him out, but I could probably name 10 ESPN analysts that we listen to who are men who never played football.
1: And see, that's my point. Dave talked about them, too. So what I'm saying is that his and, opinion and his response was very truthful. It wasn't coming from a bad place, and it wasn't meant to be um, negative. What I'm saying is that it bothered me as a leader. He didn't know enough not to say that. You know what I mean? Like he was too honest. He didn't know. Like you know, honesty is well, I think it's, really well. I think it showed
0: his true. I think it showed his true colors. And you know, I've even more than you, I've always been the biggest defender of Cam Newton. But this one, I, I can't get behind. I think that this was a step backwards. For all the progress that we're making to sit there and stereotype someone when you have been the victim of being stereotyped how many times and we've defended you. I think that was um, a little distasteful. Right. And and see,
1: we're we're saying it in different ways, but Mm -hmm. we're on the same path. I'm saying that as a leader of the team, it bothered me that he didn't think enough not to say that. Right. I don't mind that being his true opinion because after he said that, I thought to myself, "Have I ever heard a woman talk about Rouse? I mean, I'm not knowing that, not saying that, you know, we're not at the level that he is, but he's been exposed to more interviews and more things like that. You would have thought at some point he has, but he said he has not.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I just think that attitude is is, is really right. It shows, it, that, it it came it shows off, that you're not yeah. open to change. I mean, isn't this the conversation they've had years ago that was so wrong? As I've never heard a black uh, quarterback talk about or you know, a black athlete talk about being a quarterback. Isn't that what was so wrong Right? It, it, you know? so it could so the same thing. You would it, never have change if you're not open to maybe maybe but the thing is what she said was completely factual. It was completely grounded and it made a lot of sense if you just listen to what she said and not the fact that she was a woman.
1: And that's the thing about it, it covered all that stuff. That's why I say it bothered It was in a very
0: intelligent he, question. Yeah.
1: Right. And it bothered me that he just said that because that's just a leader just just yeah. that coming out from well you i, I do
0: i do agree with you on the leader because let, let's be honest let's be honest he's a poor he's he's openly admitted he's a poor loser and he was looking for a way to lash out she happened to be the victim she happened to be the one that came at him and just as we saw i think a, a week or two weeks later when he walks off he's just a poor he's a poor loser when it comes to those kinds of things um i think that it attributes to him being so good but and he's admitted to it. Um, I know he gives the big quote of, "Show me a good loser, I'll show you a loser," or whatever, um, mm. that he gave after the Super Bowl. But um, but he's admitted to it. So I think I think that she was just a kind of the first one there that he could lash out at, and, and she was the victim of that.
1: And he took advantage of. But mm-hmm. but um, another thing too is that um, going back to that apology, you know, and I think me and you agree, but we agree from different aspects, different viewpoints. Mm-hmm. But you know he started. He lost a sponsor. I can't remember what the sponsor was. It was Dan and it was but, the yogurt. Um, yogurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know he had a. I didn't know he was in a yogurt. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. That's that's, that's the thing. All right. All right. But um. Yeah. I think it. That's probably the biggest problem I have with any athlete, any famous person. Their comments are more about keeping their sponsors and keeping their money than it is about what they feel or say. That's why I made comment about um. You know, my employee won't allow me to have an opinion about this. Um. There's, there's a lot being said in that statement, okay? Even when you're an apology, like, okay, I lost his sponsor. Let me go say something. Now the apology doesn't seem real. I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the apology is never seen because not the not apology is well-crafted, is well-thought-out, you know, and well-discussed and all that kind of thing. like that. What your comment wasn't because your comment was your comment and your true thought. Right, right. And, and I think that's what makes apologies really so comical. Like, look at Rick Pacino. Right. I mean Yeah. Despite what, that?
0: despite what he says, we all now know what Cam Newton thinks about women.
1: Right. You know. I mean, uh, Rick Pacino, he, run, he. I mean, he apologized, but he apologized just for the sake of you know, since I'm in front of the camera, let me just apologize.
0: Yeah. You know? And go back to what like I was that. saying before. Richard Sherman said the same thing about the, um, the Texans owner um, when they were going to protest a game on I mean, what he you, you know what he said. You can't let the inmates run the prison or something completely outrageously offensive and you know and Richard Sherman was kind of like um uh what'd he say he was just oh he's like don't take it back don't apologize you said it you meant it at least now we know where you're at and you know now you know okay that's just some I disagree with that that's not that's someone I don't want to have anything to do with so I'm with you I think that sometimes it's like well if that's where you if that's who you are own it and then we'll work we'll work around the truth versus these apologies and now we don't really know how you feel again
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I just I think the apologies are what's fake, and I think the comments are what was real, you know? And so, you know, either, either way, I mean, it, between Cam Newton, between the owner, and I don't want to, those are two separate things. I shouldn't even say those together. But um, the to, to Jamel Hill and then the thing about it, um, if we can just talk about her for a second, she is so popular. Like, her network needs her. She doesn't need her network. So that's a very different situation. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Like, I mean, she literally... When, I mean, I watch that show pretty frequently. I mean, when she came back, it was like a, a birthday party. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, so... so honestly when you're trying to... Just
0: really really quick, just really quick to back you up. I know we don't usually like to do a whole lot of statistics, but I just wanted to know. um, I got Twitter up right here and she has 878,000 followers.
1: Right. And I'm one of them. Mm Mm-hmm. But, and that's my thing about it. Like, when you... Truly have a consequence. I mean, because truth be told, she's a very funny person. I mean, she talks more... She talks about sports mostly. But sometimes, you know, she. this was funny. Let me send this out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're a person. You can't all be about one thing. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's what... um. What gets people in trouble sometimes. You know? But no one's truly... Understanding anyway why she was suspended, and, 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 because well, was it's be, it's
0: because it's because she said to basically boycott the Cowboys, and you know when you're a sports, you know ESPN makes a lot of money off the Cowboys, and to tell your fans to boycott the Cowboys is is that's a big organization, um, with a lot of money coming in, like you said that ESPN needs not necessarily her, that's a that's a big company to just tell you know your fans not to have anything to do with so that's where she got in trouble it wasn't um it wasn't the political stuff it was the uh the boy the boycott in the um a sports team now i'm gonna throw this in there
1: when you're you're in the
0: business of sports and you say you know that'd be like me and working at nike but tweeting out you need you need to boycott um buying shoes you know what i mean oh I'm, i'm
1: with you but i'm also gonna throw this in there um to my knowledge, she never apologized. No. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering, did she get suspended for not apologizing and read it for her. Because we all said what she did. No people come out and apologize after that. But I wonder what was the reason behind this. It was a, they, you, know, you can make a comment and apologize like we just talked about. We do feel like they're fake. We agree on sure, that. sure. But she never... Apologize. No, she, she
0: gave an different. apology. She gave an apology saying that, you know, I didn't represent ESPN and, you know, and I wasn't saying to completely boycott. I just meant if you have a problem with it, you know, those kinds of things. Um, but was
1: that an apology?
0: No, not really. It was It was more, it was more politically correct backpedaling.
1: Right. And people do it so much. We see it when we hear it, you know, for sure. But, hey, um, on this same topic, I got a real question for you. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a sexist question. All right. So, you know, so grab your beer closer.
0: Okay. Huh? Grab your beer
1: closer.
0: Okay, all right. All right. So. Hold on. Let me get get a drink here. All
1: right. (laughs) Get another one. Another one. (laughs) All right. I'm going to ask a real question. And this goes for all the men in the audience. All right. Look yourself in the mirror. All of these. And it's going to come off sexist. it's It's a real question. All of our NBA, our NFL, just any sport that we have, all of our, our women journalists, the ones that are reporting the sports to us, like Jamel Hill and things like that, are we watching them because of how pretty they are? Are we watching them for the sports they give us?
0: Uh, I think that's a loaded question. I think that I think that the good looking people are on TV. I think that the uh, athletes you know, retired athletes that are on TV are genuinely the good-looking ones. Um, I think just anyone on TV is... I can't think of a bad-looking person on ESPN. You know what I mean? I think I—I th- I see what you're saying, but I think that's true for men as well.
1: All right, so let, let me tell you why I asked this question. Mm-hmm. When you follow these... I don't even start it off, but when you follow female anchors or in, in the sports industry on their Twitters, on their social media, they get the most attention by how they look. They'll say, oh, you look gorgeous today. Oh, look at that. You know, but at the same time, they're always posting their outfits or what they're wearing and things like that. So I don't know what the line is with that.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's it's tricky, but, you know, on the same thing, I I follow Michael Smith because he's a cool-looking guy. I like his style. I think he's... You know, And I think that he's there because I think that there's other people that might be kind of as good as he is. But I think what puts mm-hmm. him over is the fact that he has the look and the style and the charisma to go along with the knowledge oh, of his brain. I, and,
1: I, I follow him as well. I yeah. do too. But I'm he, saying, he, Have you ever texted? You look good in that tie today, man.
0: No, no. But I've never texted that to anyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying May is that it it's well. a common thing. I, I see it so much, like, mm-hmm. it, and it's it's so common that I'm, I'm almost i almost have to check myself. Like, this is different. Like, you know, it's, it's people are not responding. They don't get this. This is real now. This is in the social media world. They don't get the they being the the, the, the which they should now. They don't get the the sports questions like you think they would get. They get a lot you. of oh, you look good today, your girls. They get the, a lot of the heart so, oh, emojis.
0: So you're saying even 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 though. Um, these other, they might get a little bit of it, but there, you know, there's still a lot of sports there for the guys. Um, but where the girls, you think it's more heavy the other way, and then a little bit of sports.
1: I think it's, I think it's all. Um, I mean, if it is probably like one percent, it's not. But mm-hmm. I mean, you go on social media, follow someone, you know, find you more popular. Because I mean, I'm a very bad advocate. I, I know, um, you know, a woman. I think they're, you know, very smart. They're intelligent. They know their stuff. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. in the way of talking about that. I'm just talking the difference of how society treats them on social media like it's an obvious difference you just go pick three of you know your your top three men anchors you like to follow as far as in sports and your top three women may or um, what women you like to follow you will see the difference in social media it is not the same and i'm wondering uh you know because of that do we feel like, you know, and I, I agree with you, you No, know, pretty people need to be on TV. You know, to, 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 no seller talk about it. You got to talk about man and woman. But do we emphasize that more women?
0: Mm-hmm. woman? No, I see what you're saying. And it, it may, it may, and maybe some people do. And I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not sure. It's,
1: it's a question to be asked. I can not think of one. And, I mean, for you, you're also saying with men... I really see your point in that, too. I think all are all the good-looking people, and there's mm-hmm. a reason why you're on TV there. But just, I mean, the way the way they're talked about, the way they're, you know, the heart emojis mm-hmm. and stuff like that, it's different, man. You that's know, a, yeah, they're, they're, you know the conversation, is different. Yeah. You know? um, so, um, I mean, the men just dress as, dress as sharp as the women. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't say they don't, men don't post, post what they wear as much as the women do, but they still do it. So I'm not going that route. Like right, I say, right, right. It's a fair question. It's one of those questions when you look in the mirror and just ask.
0: No, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying.
1: And it's it's an uncomfortable question too, because no one wants to talk
0: about it. Yeah, uh, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade comes to mind as a guy in sports who who's really done a lot, fashion wise as well. And and because he's such a good looking guy, and um, has such good style that he's 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 almost made a separate empire with that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean that that's true. You know, wow. and um. I just I mean we, just, we we just talked about Jamel Hill and then that, that mm-hmm. came to mind as we oh, talked no, no. about thinking about you
0: know. Right, you can't deny that um, she's a very pretty person, um despite you know, that but, uh, but I don't think that takes away from her intellect. Oh
1: no it doesn't. And mm-hmm. this is where all the PR stuff start going. Oh it doesn't. Oh, no, let me get this right. So we right. say this then we gotta make sure we understand she's smart, she's it. Telling...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We shouldn't have to say that. Right. But the you know, what the what we feel obligated to say behind this. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that I'm getting to. Why do we feel obligated to say that when then we talk about a, a man we do not feel like we have to say that. I got what you You know saying. what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: no, I got what you're saying.
1: It's a difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and I'm just because I see the difference. I'm just seeing if it's just me, you
0: know. Oh, I'm sure it's well, not, buddy. I'm sure it's not. I mean her, her <laughs> you know her, her Twitter hey. validates you if, you. if you go through and All read right. the post of men are sending her <laughs> All
1: right. So hey, let me test your college football knowledge,
0: man. Ah, oh, it's a little rusty um, this they, year.
1: Hey, make hey, me get the hey, get the rag out, man. We're gonna polish it up. Okay. All right. So the university uh of Florida head coach was fired.
0: Right, okay. He had a bad
1: season. He didn't win a game. He had a bad season. But statistics um statistically speaking, yeah, I got that word out.
0: Mm-hmm. Take um, another sip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. Baby step. Baby steps. Um, his record wasn't that bad. I mean, won the SEC East, you know, back to back. You know, his year was just terrible. The one that he was in, mm-hmm. I'm not sure it was granted to be fired. But you know, we use excuses sometimes to fire people we don't like, because he wasn't a top coach that was getting a lot of recruits and those type of things. Right. But, but, but as I look at the landscape of college football, a lot of our top tier coaches are in the Big Ten. The SEC don't have, have those top tier coaches anymore, and I think that's the reason why the SEC is kind of falling. Like we got Georgia number one right now, we got Alabama. No Georgia did Georgia Georgia number one. Alabama's number two, um, and we got some undefeated teams like you know my Miami Hurricanes. They're down there at the bottom with mm-hmm. ten or nine I believe, but they're undefeated. And I'm talking about this because Miami beat Syracuse, but Syracuse beat Clemson, but Clemson's number four, and I get that you can't have an undefeated team that is played for certain people and be up there top four, but I am not with this. If a team beats you and you beat the team that beat that team, I I just can't understand how can you put that team above that you know, the other team. I just so what's going on with this college football playoff system? Because Clemson has lost to a team they have very few losses the number four, but has beat like I'm not talking about Miami right now, but Miami has beat Syracuse, but Syracuse beat Clemson. You know, and I know we'll talk about oh, this person got hurt and this and that hurt. We can always make an excuse to put somebody where you want. And I know everything's gonna play out in the end, but I'm wondering about this this college football program. Are we really doing the best that we can do to have the top four teams in the country? Right, and I, and I think
0: and I think they have this debate every college game day. Um, where yeah, I think that's that's a problem. Um, I think eventually, because of that, it's going to extend it to six. Um, and even though you can give all these scenarios, I don't think anything's con- going to convince me that the number seven team um, should be the champion. I, I I still find it hard to believe the number five team is going to be the champion. So I think that a lot of it doesn't matter a ton. But I see what you're saying because um, you can go on these streaks and these runs. Um, but yeah, it's 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 kind of weird of like what what weights what losses outweigh other ones. And, and I think, and and I think we, the disparity between Clemson and Miami is kind of strange. Uh, if if Clemson was above them, you would still think that they'd be closer.
1: And look, we we know all things can change in the next day. We get all that. Mm-hmm. But considering the conference, the ACC is stacked this year. They're in the ACC. The ACC is not as strong as it's been. I mean, truth be told, if Georgia – I mean, I don't, you know, I don't worry about Georgia. If Georgia loses, it, uh, you know – their tough game is going to be Auburn and Georgia Tech, and I'm looking for them to go to the SEC Championship. Mm-hmm. Any one of those games they lose, they drop. Now, they lose to Alabama, they'll still stay in the top four. But if they lose to Georgia Tech, they're gone.
0: Sure. Well, they, you know what I mean? And by but, gone, you mean out of the playoffs.
1: They're out of the playoffs. Yeah. And see, some teams, because of their schedule, are able to bounce back, and that's always been the case. But some teams, I feel like they put up there because they want them to fall.
0: Okay, let's just you know. say let's just say Georgia Tech was to beat Florida. I mean, Georgia. Where where should they go? Does that mean they get their spot in the playoffs? No,
1: Georgia Tech lost to Tennessee and they lost. See, right. I'm just, I'm the, just
0: but I'm just saying it kind of goes back to what you're saying though. But you beat the number 2 team and you're their only loss. Well,
1: some teams like we got like it's not only Miami that are undefeated, I believe it's Wisconsin. Some teams are undefeated, and then I get in that play, which is based on who they've been playing. Right. I yeah. can deal with that. Sure. I can deal with that. What I can't handle is that when you when when team A beats team B and team B beat team C, team C should not be ahead of team A. You know I got I mean? you. cuz they, yeah, yeah. they beat the team that you know So that's always been my my thing, and um, that I'm having a hard time dealing with that with the Miami mm-hmm. Clemson thing. Well, first first of all, they're both in the same conference, and they lost to a team that Miami beat, and I don't care about how many points, but it happened. Yeah, you know, I I know style points is a big deal, but it happened. So, uh-huh. um, and and, actually, and based on that, I'm surprised that Georgia beat Florida with 42 to seven, but they jump up to number one when Florida wasn't even ranked. But when Clemson lost to Syracuse, Syracuse was not right. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's so much disparity. Like, what are you going after? Like, what's the matrix? Like, yeah. what, are, what are we doing?
0: And, and I think that's the hard thing about it. And I think that, you know, and they can't, like you said, style points and this and that. Like, they can't just, they can't, they don't want to come out and say that they support running the score up. But let's be honest, they do. Because if, if Georgia was to, uh, won that game by a touchdown against Florida it would have probably hurt them, at least at least in conversation wise. And it would hurt them if it ever came down to the wire. Um, I think they've kinda dominated so much now that it's hard to imagine those conversations, but if it was close. But yeah, I think it's 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 kinda weird because the way the formula is is when you have a team like your like your um hurricanes, when you have a team that you like like that and the formula the way it is, is like you can you can give good arguments of why your team should be higher. Um when you have a team that's good and they're kind of in that middle tier. Um, that's what that's what's kind of weird about this whole formula. So and, you should just do college football March Madness.
1: And also, you can make the, and I'm also going to the other spectrum too, you can make the argument that if you want to get rid of a team, you go ahead and put them at the top early. You know what I mean? Like, um, the Penn State-Michigan game was a really big game. And that game was a very close game. And I'm surprised Penn State failed the way they failed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a like Michigan, was was Ohio State. It was one of those big games. But they shouldn't have failed that much by losing by one or two points. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a, it's not consistent. Right, right. You right. know? Um, and, and so, you know, even Notre Dame playing well, but I'm looking at who they're playing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, if you're going to go by competition, go by competition. You're going to go by wins and losses, go by wins and losses. I we know. understand the strength of schedule. But yeah. stay to the strength of schedule. But when you have team A, B, team B, and, you know, and then um, that same team beats the team that beat this so-called top tier team. You have to give them that credit.
0: That's what you're saying. That makes sense. I, I agree. You I know, agree. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, at least some credit. credit. Like I don't think the disparity should be that should be that far. But um, anyway, guys, so we're gonna wrap up. So uh, follow us at Twitter at s underscore drinks. I'm Powell. Hey,
1: I'm Walker.
0: All right. Take care.
1: All right, guys. Be safe.